I'm Jordan Belfort, and this is Sales School. All right, here's the deal as America gets back to work. You want and need every possible advantage out there to succeed in the new economy. Smart companies run on NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud-based business system. So receive your free guide right now at netsuite.com slash school. What was happening with the Stratonites, those young kids, they would pick up the phone and they would, from the first words out of their mouth, those first four seconds, they were not being perceived the same way I was. I was being perceived as this sharp as attack person, enthusiastic, a total expert in their field. And because of that, these prospects would defer to me. They'd allow me to take control of the conversation. And what tipped me off to this was when I said to these guys, you know, guys, why aren't you closing? Why is this so hard? Well, the first thing they said was there's so many objections, right? There's a thousand objections. Fair enough. But the next thing they said, we can't even get our pitches off. They keep interrupting us. They're cutting us off. That wasn't happening to me. You see, when you are perceived the right way, people stop interrupting you. They stop cutting you off. They have the respect for all the hard work that you've done that's made you an expert. And because of that, they show you the respect to not interrupt you, not cut you off. When you ask them a question, they answer honestly, they answer forthrightly, and because of that, you now get the intelligence that you need from them to A, decide whether or not it's the right fit, your product is the right fit for them, and most importantly, if it is the right fit, to find out exactly what their needs are, what their highest level need is, and then show them how this product seamlessly will fit that need, resolve their pain, and allow them to feel more back in control of their life and feel great again. That's what you do when you're selling using the straight line. Make sense? So again, we have what's called the straight line syntax. That's the order in which you go about closing someone, right? Using the straight line. The first step since day one has always been step one, take immediate control of the sale. It's from that step that all good things follow. The million dollar question is how? How do you do that, right? And I kind of mentioned this before earlier, I, I believe, at least in the intro or something, one of the lessons that you've been through, right? How do you do that? Well, I said we do that through unconscious communication, through our body language and our tonality. So what I have in front of me here is actually a script. I want to show you this to you right here, hold on. So there's a couple of important things to notice here, right? In this particular script, right, you have the words on the page. Those are the words, right? So the words represents what we call conscious communication. That is basically, you know, the, the idea, the logic behind what you're saying. So these words are very simple. I'll read them to you without any emotion here. It's like, hi, is this Jordan? And by the way, it's hard for me to read without emotion. I almost automatically go to emotion, right? I said, hey, Jim. Okay, Jordan Belfort calling from XYZ Company here in Beverly Hills. How's it going today? Right? Now, that's a very neutral way of reading it. Listen again. Hey, Jim, Jordan Belfort calling from XYZ Company here in Beverly Hills. How's it going today? If you say to someone, you know what they're going to say? Click. 
They're like, oh my God, another salesperson. Oh my God, how did my secretary let them through the screen? Come on, or they're saying, geez, how this could get my number? They already are out before it even begins. In fact, as you're talking, their unconscious, their monologue they have, that you talk to yourself, right? They're like, oh my God, how did this guy get through? I can't believe this, oh, I'm so busy. How do I get out of this call? And either they'll click or they'll be, uh-huh, uh-huh, they already hate your guts before you even got to your name, right? That's what happens when you just use regular communication without tonality. So watch, here's how it sounds again. Hey Jim, Jordan Belfort calling from XYZ Company here in Beverly Hills. They're like, oh God, it's a salesperson, damn it. I would never do this. So when I call up, I apply certain tonalities here that actually confuse the person to the point where we have, I don't know if you guys are mostly younger here, right? So we have, at least in the olden days, when computers first came out, we had that spinning wheel of death. When your computer was overloaded and didn't have enough short-term memory, RAM it's called, right? Well, what happened was the thing would start to spin and you'd wait and you'd wait. And while that spinning wheel of death was spinning, what it meant was the computer was out of processing power. Didn't have enough memory to compute, so it waited. It froze up, right? It was unable to operate. And then you have behind that spinning wheel of death something else in the computer called the hard drive. That's the backup. That's where the real memory is. So the RAM, the random access memory, that's like your in-the-moment operating ability. Then you have your memory, your, your database, your data bank, which is your hard drive, right? Hard drive has infinite memory capability, right? It theoretically could just go on and on forever. You keep adding on access, right? Well, in the human brain, this, the, the actual comparison would be the conscious mind which is like just what you're focusing on right now has very limited processing power. The unconscious mind behind it has massive processing power. So your conscious mind is the equivalent of your random access memory, what you're focusing on in the moment. And then your hard drive would be your unconscious mind, which beats your heart. Make sure that your, your skin remains the right temperature. It actually is all your memories and patterns that you've stored of all the things that you've ever seen, heard in your life. They form these patterns of behavior in your mind and all comes from the unconscious mind. Every gut reaction you have, every gut decision you make, everything that's faster than you know it, that's because your unconscious mind was running a pattern. So what happens is what we're looking to do is we're looking to speak to someone in a way in these first few seconds that actually overwhelms their conscious awareness. So if I say to you, you know, hey, I say, watch, you know, hi, is this Jim? They say, yeah. So watch, hi, is this Jim? So they would say, yeah, this is Jim. So I say, hey, Jim. Now watch. I say, hey, Jim, Jordan Belfort calling from XYZ Company. That's like a declarative, I'm making a declaration, I'm making a statement. Hey Jim, Jordan Belfort, calling from XYZ Company here in Beverly Hills. But what if I was to do something different and said, hey Jim, Jordan Belfort, Uptone, calling from XYZ Company, Uptone, in Beverly Hills? You hear the difference? Hey, Jordan Belfort, Uptone? Now when I say, hey, Jordan Belfort, what are you thinking? Do I know Jordan Belfort? Wait a second, who's Jordan Belfort? And all of a sudden, your spinning wheel of death starts to spin because you're like, wait a second, do I know Jordan Belfort? And very quickly, 
your conscious mind runs out of processing power because it's searching. Who's Jordan Velvet? Am I supposed to know? Because I, I'd hate to be thought that I, I, I knew this person and forgot his name because that would be really rude. My mommy told me when I was four years old not to forget people's names. So all of this programming comes roaring back in that microsecond. They're like, Jordan Belfort? Do I know Jordan Belfort? And while they're still trying to figure whether or not they know the name Jordan Belfort, I say, calling from XYZ Company? And I'm like, they're like, XY, do I know XYZ Company? I stack on a second tonality here in Beverly Hills. And the implicit message in my tonality is, right, right, you heard of us, right, you know me, right? Does that ring a bell? Those are the words they hear when you use this tonality. In other words, tonality, I always call it the, the, the hidden language of influence. Because what happens is when you apply certain tonalities, people hear extra words. So when I say, hey, Jordan Belfort, what I'm saying is, you remember me, right? Those are the unspoken words that you hear. Calling from XYZ company, you know the company, right? Here in Beverly Hills, right? Now does that ring, now does that ring a bell now? Now come on, now that must ring a bell. That's what you're hearing. And what happens, your spinning wheel of death starts to spin and you can no longer narrate against me. You can't say, oh damn it, it's a salesperson. So they can no longer say, how do I get off this call? And you have now control of someone's inner monologue. You've exhausted their capability to process against you. And then while they're still trying to figure that out, I move on to the next turn. I say, how's it going today? I don't say, how's it going today? So watch the difference. How's it going today? What does that mean? That means you know that I know that I know that you know that I don't give a fuck how you're going today. I'm just saying it because it's a perfunctory greeting in the English language. And we say that to each other when we don't really know. Would you say to your friend, hey, hey, uh, Carter, how are you going today? You say, well, dad, dad, are you okay? I mean, what, what, how am I going? I'm all right. I say, hey, what's up, bud? <laughs> like, you know, you, so, I, so I would never say something to someone in the way like, how's it going today? I would say, how's it going today? And they're like, whoa, he really seems to care. So when I say, how's it going today? Watch two ways. How's it going today? Or how's it going today? Which one sounds like I really care about how you're going? The second one, I apply a tonality that says, I really want to know. So watch what happens. I start off, I'm saying, hey, Jim, Jordan Belfort, calling from XYZ Company here in Beverly Hills. How's it going today? He's like, well, uh, okay. He's they're so confused by the first three uptones that form these declarative as a question. That's the tonality, a declarative as a question, meaning what was a declaration, I phrase it as a question. And they're still now, oh, okay, they, they, they're confused. And then I hit them with this, how's it going today? Like, they're like, uh, okay, you're like, thanks for asking. They don't, they, their unconscious mind now is spitting back answers that are safe answers. Wow, I guess I must know this person. And since he was very nice to me and the golden rule says, do unto others, they do unto you. You start hitting all these deep core patterns in someone's belief systems. So they'll be, oh, I'm okay, thanks for asking. And suddenly, you're no longer that salesperson that's there to annoy them. They're not sure what it is. And then the next sentence, I said, okay, great. Now, Jim, and I lower my voice, said, you probably heard of my, now they're like, what? And I lower it to this voice of mystery, and she said, you probably heard of my company before, okay? XYZ company, okay? And the words are a bit different, it doesn't matter, I just use my own words, right? We're one of the fast, and I'm, now they're like hanging on my every word, and everything I say has this layered, tonality 
There's no free statements with the straight line. What we do is we layer on specific tonalities on top of our words. And by doing that, we A, force the client to hear extra words. They're hearing things that we haven't said. There's an implicit message in our tonality. It's an implied message, right? Number two, because of that, they're forced to search their memory to try to make sense of that, and it freezes their ability to narrate against you. You've taken control of their inner monologue, so rather than them saying, oh, another salesperson, oh my God, no, now you're like, they're like, who is, do I know Jordan Belfort? And then before they have a chance to make sense of that, you're like, how's it going today? With an elevated greeting, like, I really want to know. And they're like, oh, okay, thanks. And, and now, suddenly you're in, you've passed over that first hurdle, and now you lower your voice, now you're probably, and mystery and intrigue comes into this thing, and just like that, you've taken control of the conversation. That's how in the first four seconds, literally the first four seconds, they're like, wow, this person doesn't sound like other people. They sound sharp, they're on the ball. They just said, maybe I heard of their company before. Who is this guy? Who is this girl? And if you do this the right way, you sit next to one person who's just cold calling without using tonality. At the end of the day, you've gotten 20 leads. They've gotten two. Why? Because everybody hung up on them. They never got past the first sentence because they were perceived as an annoying salesperson versus being sharp as a tack, enthusiastic as hell, and as an expert in their field. And from there, all good things follow.